Welcome to GeekCast Live, a production of Violent Press. It's a trap! Hey everybody, welcome to episode 402 of the Geek Castle. <laughs> He's actually on a tractor. <laughs> I'm your host, GCR, with me as always. Uh, discombobulated. Lawn maintenance. <laughs> He's gonna mow. <laughs> Flawless. I think this is a geek cast life first. I get the film. <laughs> it's funny because, like, we've had, uh, we've podcasted from vans, we've podcasted mm-hmm. from cars. Yep. We've, On uh, vacation. Vacation. Yeah. was on an airplane. Remember that time? Uh, remember that time Ray Archie brought us to Nicki Minaj's house? Uh, it was Fergie's, and I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> I like that one. Yes, absolutely. God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he might have just been muted for a second, so I can actually think about what I'm supposed to fucking talk about. Uh, <laughs> so how's uh, everyone's day? <laughs> no, I unmuted. <laughs> Yes. So anyway, I muted him again. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so caught off guard by this. I don't know where to pivot. Uh, th- well, okay. So, what's your favorite kind of tractor <laughs> in your experience? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see if he's let's tonight's see if he's... episode brought to you by John Deere. <laughs> let's see if he's still on the uh, tractor. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, definitely still on it. So, <laughs> coming to you live from the heart of a jet engine. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, I often get like, mm-hmm. uh, like, butthurt about the fact that when I'm in a combine during harvest, I think it's too loud for, for a podcast, right? Sure. Not Nick. <laughs> Nick, who decided to hook his blue microphone up to like, the blades. Yeah, he's he's Panduit strapped a blue Yeti sphere to his fucking mower deck. It's incredible. What, uh, a, clown. what a clown. So it's the me and you show tonight because I'm not unmuting him. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I, I don't uh, let me here. Look, let me I'll try it again. Let me unmute him. Oh. Hey. Uh, oh, no, there. <laughs> This is a fascinating show. Uh, I, for one, am a big fan of my... I don't even know what lawnmower I've got. I don't know. No, I'm going to try and pivot to that. I'm sure you've got a push mower, though, right? I mean, it's not like you... I do. It's not... I I live in the middle of a town, so having anything bigger than that's pretty much useless for me. But there are a few better experiences than just getting absolutely shit-plowed on a riding lawnmower, though. I will say that. 
No, my the problem with my riding lawnmower is that the cup holder is too big. I need yeah. to get I, that is a dangerous thing. Well, I need to no. I the the beer will rattle around and just spill everywhere. I need to find myself one of those old school like uh, early nineties beer koozies. Yeah, if or I could just get, get a bigger bottle, I'm sure I could fit a handle in there. Just yeah, fine. no, or, or that, or that I could just drink like straight booze. I could just like grab a like a like a cruising Something black like- cherry rum. <laughs> 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 oh, that would do. Yeah, take my shirt off. On a and nice ninety hot, ninety degree day. No, just not on a nice ninety hot, which is what yeah, it's a nice really ninety hot. A nice ninety hot first show title. I like it. I like it. So anyway, this is uh, kind of a the, uh, the show's off to a great start. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking that what I would like to do is I would like to uh, pick your brain mm-hmm. on. I would like a spoiler-free review of the uh, three robots that dropped for season three of Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, uh, absolutely, because uh, this is something that we've been talking about. Not even I, I didn't realize that they were going to drop anything early. So I, whenever well, you said this earlier today, I got super hyped. Well, not only that, but uh, when you listen to this, listeners, wherever you are, Volume three of Love, Death and Robots will be out on Netflix. Yeah. So it's out in Nick's lawn right now. Right. (laughs) Yes. So anyway, give me like a spoiler free. Does it feel uh, familiar enough? Is it back? Are you hype? Uh, I'm definitely hype. Uh, So we have been talking about Love, Death and Robots for the betterment of the last week or so. Um, and uh, I'm intrigued that they're doing a sequel episode. I don't think that, they, that they've that they done one of those yet. Um, so that was pretty cool. I, I thought, especially since it was a callback to one of the episodes that I liked more anyway. Um, so that's pretty neat. Uh, tangentially related to that, and I guess before we start like diving into this episode specifically, uh, I did want to say I saw... Uh, who is it? David Fincher is doing an episode of Love, Death and Robots this season. Fincher is? I'm, yeah, which I'm super fascinated with. Like, that sounds incredible. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I didn't. I, I should have. Uh, I, 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 I remember seeing that it was. I thought it was coming out later this year. You surprised me when you said it's coming out this week. I haven't. I really was surprised to, when I realized it was coming out this I week. Had a chance to really look at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, just some of the news. I think that there was uh, some other stuff. I think uh, there were some voice actors that were uh, thrown out there. Rosario Dawson's one. Joe McHale. Joe Manganiello. Um, who's this other person? Who's who? Uh, who are you? Christian Sororda. Uh, uh, she's from The Walking Dead. Okay, cool. Uh, neat. Uh, so she'll be at it as well. Uh, so I'm I'm very excited about it. I I really enjoy these like anthology style um, sci-fi short series. Anyway, I know it's really neat, but it's cool to see one that's actually got like a good bit of funding behind it. Um, yeah. To see all kinds of like crazy animation styles, stories, people are able to like explore and kind of 
create these weird out there stories that wouldn't really have, be a good fit anywhere else. No, um, and, and, like and, and not only that, but there's some of the stories that like doesn't fit in a in a 90 minute show or sure. even like I mean, even a half hour. There's, you know, like 10, 12, 15 minutes is about all the story you have to tell here. And yeah. that's a, that's all you need. And it's just uh, and I love the premise. I mean, it is it, it's love, death and robots. It's fucking like gonzo animation and it is fucking bonkers. It's really good. It's really good. We were talking about today some of the past seasons um shows like Suits and uh Suits which is like uh the country and western meets mech warrior fighting like starship trooper aliens which is like yeah. every, that's perfect. Yeah, it checks just a ton of boxes. <laughs> yeah, sure. It checks oh, all the boxes. Um, and then the Red Scare, which is also in season one. I think it's That's season a one. Really good one. Like I the animation on it of, is yeah. ungodly. Like the people, the, the the models for the people, like the humans, look so realistic and good, and yep. they're just so expressive. It's truly astounding. Like um, uh, snow you, is one that I'm still not entirely sure whether or not. Like it's is that like the man who across the desert? Yeah, yeah, that's He's the one like about immortal. the immortal bounty hunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, ends up like falling in love with some sort of robot lady. Um, so what's cool like, about Love, Death, and Robots to me is that, like, as long as it's animated and as long as it checks the box, either love, death, or robots. Um, it's part of the anthology because it is the these vignettes swing wildly from like three robots is like a cute tongue in cheek, um, like almost like, almost like a adult Pixar movie. Yes, that's exactly and, how I would describe it. Uh, and honestly, I would I could probably get away with watching like a full length feature film. It's about that specific, like those specific characters. I realized when I said five minutes ago that these stories really only need the 10, 12, 15 minutes to tell them. The second I said that in my, I was like, you fucking idiot. Like recant that because I would watch 90 minutes of three robots. I would watch, a, I would like to see what led up to suits. I would definitely watch the Aquila Rift. They, I would yeah, watch. Yeah, they do a great job at like. And I think it's Sonny's game is the very first so, thing you see in Love, Death, and Robots, and it is like, it's a real um, trip. It's it it goes from zero to like one thousand real oh, hey, quick. What's your like elevator? I, I'm because I'm curious. I know how I would do it, but I'm curious as to what your like elevator pitch synopsis is. For Sonny. Uh, um, uh, to get back at an ex-lover, Sonny, now a lesbian, turns to pit fighting. All right. You conveniently left out what I would consider the best part, but but I, I, I think I that's left, fair. I, it I left out all the stuff that you are going to fill in for me in your elevator pitch. Well, yeah, uh, Sonny, who uh, is a pit fighter who pilots a monster mech suit, uh, gets revenge. 
Yeah. Yep. The monster mech suit is the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I think they do a really great job at setting up uh, stories and worlds um, uh, in, in a very short amount of time. You have to do a lot of world building uh, while also like making pace through a story in only like 10, 6, 15 minute time slot. Yep. Um, and, uh, and so like, you're right. Like, I think that all of them are self-contained and you probably wouldn't want necessarily, I don't, I don't think they would carry the same gravitas if they had like a serialized, like weekly re- release for some no. of the projects. No. But they do a great job with setting up these worlds. And as such, you, you could, like we were saying, like very easily take three robots or like a handful of these stories and like extrapolate out on them and yeah give me give me a weekly show about this or or a full length film but i I think that's one of the cool like the things that i really like specifically about sci-fi shorts is it always does leave you wanting more rather than just running on forever and risking the chance of you know puttering out one thing that netflix does really well this cancels is, things at the, to the third season. <laughs> well, that I was going, I was going to say their animated shows are actually pretty fucking solid. Sure. Um, Castlevania is fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, Love, death and robots. Obviously Mitchell's versus the machines. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but that's a Netflix not. exclusive. That is a, that is a really good one. Okay. Um, that is one as a, uh, as a, as a father. Uh, and as a specifically as a father of daughters, um, that one gets me in the feel buttons. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, it's, but it's also just a, uh, it's also just a good movie. And then, um, the other one is sound and fury, which is Sturgill Simpson's anime. And I don't know if you're a Sturgill Simpson fan. You should be because he's fucking okay. awesome. Um, but he has a, uh, an anime that he like produced. Oh, wrote, I remember this. This is and, and he does the whole soundtrack for, and it is a motherfucker of a soundtrack. If you want like a, like don't listen to it while you're driving though. Cause like suddenly you're going as fast as the fucking engine will allow you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was a fucking wild ride of a show too. Um, Nick's, but, Nick's yeah, back so- on the mower. Yeah, let's see. I just I'm checking in on him, seeing if he's still. uh, Yep, there it is. So, but yeah, Uh, Sound and Fury, if you haven't watched, is is uh, is something that I would like to probably do with you. It it would make some incredible content to just sit and watch and talk about it. We should live stream the shit out of that. Let's do it then. Uh, yes. If 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 Patreon could get me a thousand dollars, I will watch Sound and Fury. Adjusts bow tie. Um, no, I, I I would be very about that. Uh, so back to the teaser for season three, uh, or volume three rather. Uh, I thought it was very fun. Uh, I like that it. Um, I, I enjoyed seeing familiar characters. I thought that it was really. Um, had a lot of really interesting, like satirical points uh, that I thought was pretty cool. Is it? Uh, are, they, are they poignant? Like, are they 
of like today's zeitgeist? Like, is it about like white nationalism or is it like just an overall? I mean, not necessarily, but it's not necessarily not. Okay. Uh, it it mm, more or less just covers the the inevitable downfall of humankind. Sure, and they did it in such a clever a clever way and walking through all of these um, points and steps and uh, they did it through the lens of some like touring robots who are just happy to be here. Hello. Uh, so yeah. Nick, are you, are you there? Are you done mowing? Uh, well, I just, See, wanted, is to, the I just wanted to share son that, returned. Well, I just wanted to share that I uh, have not gotten to watch Love, Death and Robots. At all? That is all. Good. <laughs> oh, sweet Nick. Uh, uh, so, you, you know, get a chance to you know, a look, just a look behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're all really good friends. We love each other. Blah, blah, blah. Allegedly, we we talk throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in fact, this is no lie. If you back us on Patreon, there is a tier wherein we will send you screenshots of our conversations. I, maybe you're into that. I don't know. But if you're into that, that is available. So we'll we'll talk about like what Soft we're going to do and and, uh, you know, what should we talk about? Who, here's, our, here's our guest, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about this thing. Here's a do review. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes when we record on a Wednesday night, it's like, oh, man, things got in the way. Can't do it. Hey, how does Thursday work? Yeah, let's do Thursday. Thursday's awesome. Well, Joe couldn't make it this week because something comes up. And the, hey, that's life, right? That's fine. This, there's, that's why there's four people on this show, right? Decided, hey, can we record early? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's bang it out. That's cool. He's on a fucking lawnmower. And I don't understand how he thought that was going to work. Incredible. Flawless, no doubt. Love you, Nick. I know you're. I know you're listening because I didn't mute your fucking headphones. I muted your microphone. Oh. Um. So, did you get a chance to watch any of that uh, that teaser episode? I sent that that link to you at the start of a softball game. Uh-huh. I just got back from that softball game and jumped on the recording. I have not seen it. I will. Uh, I am going to probably not watch it only because tomorrow. It's going to come out and I'll probably just blort the whole thing into my ass all at once. Yeah. Um, makes sense. But uh, uh, so what then would be one thing if you could see any weird sci fi short story concept, anything of the like uh, for volume three? What would you want to see? And it could would, be as vague or as super niche as you want it. You ever seen that Joaquin Phoenix movie, Her? Yeah. Where he like falls in love with his AI. With, yeah, uh, like, with, the AI. With, yeah, he yeah. falls in love with like Siri. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see an animated version of that. I think I that would be a cool that. one. I think it would be cool to see. Uh, I accidentally saw the galaxy once. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, which is inside baseball. That's a story Rob and I are working on. Um, yeah, I would like to see that. I just, I love the. There's something about like animation that is inherently 
um, childish, right? And sure. that's like a stigma that, that that was a big deal at the Oscars this year. Um, like Amy Schumer made a fucking when she was presenting the either the presenters or the Oscar for best animated feature. She made it seem like animated movies. We only watch them because we have kids. Am I right? And it's like, well, no, no. It, not at all. I mean, maybe you, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine, too. There are cartoons I watch solely because of the kids, and then there's cartoons I actually seek out. Yeah. Um, What I like about it, though, is there is that inherent childness in cartoons and animation. But when it's juxtaposed with the, like, insanity and violence and gore and sex and titties of Love, Death, and Robots... It's that's like that's peak entertainment for me. I don't need to see like I love that I'm seeing people that came from my comic books and my literature as a kid and are coming to live action. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I would love to see um, like a season like give me an eight episode run on HBO where they tell 10 different animated tales of uh, the history of Westeros. Like, give me Robert's Rebellion, but animated. Yeah. With I, awesome I mean, voice actors and bonkers animation. I, I would... It's I arguably think I would cheaper than... It. A, it's arguably cheaper, and I think I would prefer it. Yeah. Because, well, like, I, you can swing it, and miss with CGI, but if it's all fucking animated, I, you, can, you can't. Yeah, or at least it makes it feel more natural. Like, mm-hmm. it all feels like it's supposed to be there, whereas, like, with, with high budget productions you've got real things and then animated things or cgi things um that are you know juxtaposed right up against each other and it can be really jarring unless you've just got incredible animators are you Uh, finding the irony in you and i spending an entire episode talking about animation without cartoon joe i know i know does it seem weird well, here's the thing. His animators are on strike uh, no. because, well, they're they are striking in order to form a union because animators notoriously have no union, no, no, no unions, no representation, and they get worked to the bone. But uh, anyway, yeah, no, that's he, why Disney only hires Imagineers. Yeah, S- uh, suck it, suck it. Um. I'm with you though. I, I, as much as I enjoy seeing all of my um, like childhood passions, like Marvel things, Star Wars, all of these things uh, coming to screen over and over again, it's very much getting to the point where I'm feeling super burnt out on that. Um, and like, I want to continue to watch some of these things, like Obi Wan or you know She Hulk or something like that, but. I just want palate cleansers or I want something that's not just like fun. Like I want something that's a little bit more stimulating, I guess. And I find these shorts very stimulating. Uh, I, I, find I, like- I find the subject matter stimulating too. Sure. Because uh, a lot of these stories, like you said earlier, have like, you've got 12 minutes and you can only spend three of it setting, introducing and setting up the world. Right. And you've you've basically got to be just walking and chewing bubblegum the entire time. Well, you have to be good at telling a story Mm -hmm. to contain all of that in three minutes. And so that makes 
at that point, it doesn't matter if it's animated or not. At that point, you're watching a compelling enough story that it's it, it doesn't matter what kind of animation because there's stuff. I mean, there's each one has a different style of animation. Oh yeah, they're very different art styles, very different animation yeah, styles. It, it's but it, but none some of, of them are super ridiculously realistic, and then some of them are you know, three robots. It's a Pixar movie. Yeah, a Pixar movie or uh, something almost anime or uh, like uh, some sort of I don't know if there are any that I would necessarily compare to like Hanna-Barbera cartoons, but there are some that are certainly more cartoonish. Suits um, is Suits is kind of close. It's just the, it's it's more polished, though, than Hanna-Barbera, though. You're, you're yeah, correct. yeah, you are correct. There's nothing that's really like um, childhood Saturday morning cartoon feel. Right. But I mean, it's got a lot of variety uh, and a lot of really cool variety at that. Yeah, no, I like it. I would. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm, I'm probably not going to watch that teaser just because I don't want to. I'm going to spoil it. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I could watch it tonight. I don't know. I, I'll probably watch it. What am I thinking? I'll probably you watch, watch it tonight. It tonight. Um, you should definitely watch it tonight. But. No, I'm I'm very excited. I I think there's a lot of really cool stuff in store for Volume Three. Did you think when you saw Volume One that there'd ever be a Volume Two? I am amazed they put out a Volume One at all. <laughs> I, I I was I, shocked. Yeah, because that's uh, that's just kind of like it had been up until I think Love, Death, and Robots, and I think there might have been one on Amazon that didn't take off nearly as well. That was like the Philip K. Dick collection or something like that. Ooh. Um, I think it was uh, Electric Sheep is what it was called. That's what it was. Um, but anyway, uh, up until then, that style of storytelling was pretty much just like internet content for YouTube that like a bunch of guys that were either animated or gals, a bunch of people who were either animators <laughs> presently um, and just wanted to fuck around in their free time, or they were uh, in college or doing, you know, internships at animation studios or le- cutting their teeth. Um, and these were just like proof of concept things that they would make and put on YouTube and be like, hey, video game company, or hey, uh, movie animation studio, or something like that. Please, Industrial Lights uh, and Magic, look at me. Uh, that It was kind of reserved for that, and just getting into the industry or fucking around. So it wasn't something that had really seen a whole lot of... Um, um, advertisement or marketing or or, or support right. in a it, way it, 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 it came was, out of nowhere it, yeah yeah it did come out of nowhere i think and i thought that uh I, i'm amazed that like i said it got a first season i'm ecstatic that it's got a third one um so i i'm looking forward to it uh would would you say it's what you're geeking on this week uh yeah no absolutely i've been going through and uh catching I- up I probably should hold on. I pause that. I probably should have said at the start of this, but I was so taken aback by the fucking lawnmower. Uh-huh. We did plan this week on trying to do like a, uh, like a experimental drive time episode. Like it's thirty minutes. Here's what we got. One topic. You know, boom. Uh, so 
That's what we were going to do tonight. It was going to be about Love, Death, and Robots. I forgot to tell the listeners that that was the fucking plan, though, because I was husk varned right there at the yeah. beginning. Anyway, yeah. what are you geeking on this week? Uh, so it is definitely some lef- uh, Love, Death, and Robots I've been going through and hitting some of my uh, best ofs and favorites from that. Uh, I suppose related to that, uh, I've also been going through and listening to uh, Chapter House Dune again here recently, uh, which is the, the last book that Frank Herbert wrote in the, uh, the Dune saga. And uh, that's some real weird out there sci-fi. Uh, it's real weird and out there, uh, even by Dune standards, which I love. Uh, and then I've also actually been going through and making my way back through Foundation and the uh, Hyperion Canto. So I've been like in a Jesus real. You've been real like in a very. Place. It's like um, it's a very dark place, but there's a skylight. If that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been fascinating. It's been uh, <laughs> cool to like get my you know cork boards out and start drawing. You know, and you haven't uh, even started everywhere. You haven't done any DMT yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, not recently. Not recently, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Someday soon. But uh, yeah, so I've been in like some sort of real deep uh, sci-fi trance uh, for the last week or so. Uh, what about you, Ray? What are you going to keep on? So. I found this YouTube channel that I uh, absolutely love. Um, turns out he is uh, friends with uh, our good friend, uh, Seed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a show called Nando V Movies. Okay. And I cannot beg you guys enough. And I'm, I didn't misspeak. I uh, I'm begging you to check out this channel. He has several different shows. Um, You know, there's one that's called like uh, um, one small change. And it's basically like it's like 25 minutes. And it's just one small change that he would make to Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. Um. He does a lot of casting, which I'm I love anyway. Sure. It's a thing I'm into. So he'll like you get a whole new show about that. a whole new show. The recast cast. Yes, that is about casting movies. And um, Nando casts like properties for movies. like he's currently going through the X-Men. OK, so he did like a, it's like a 48 minute long uh, breakdown of who he would cast as like the first class in a Marvel MCU X-Men movie. Sure. And it's not just saying the actor and then moving on. He tells you, I've learned more about these comic book characters that I've been reading my whole life. I've learned more about them having it being explained to me from the lens of a casting guy. Sure. Like, and then he tells you who he would cast. And then, so he's done one for the first class. He's done one for like the villains. Then he's done one for like, the Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm, like the non-first sure, class. The giant size X-Men. The, the giant size X-Men. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but the one I just got done listening to was he took um like the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. 
And he completely rewrote it. Bless him. This is what Nando, this is how he would have done the Justice League. And it's filled with clips from the movie. And he's just good at articulating it. And he, it's a it's a three-parter, maybe even a four-parter. Um, and if you somebody just, who completely rewrote the entire Star Wars sequel trilogy, right. I have a deep abiding respect for that guy's passion. Yeah, no, and it's really and it's really good. <laughs> it's really, really good. And he's not he doesn't shy. I mean, he doesn't just uh, pick on DC. He he does a whole thing with Marvel's The Defenders. He rewrites the entire season of The Defenders. Cool. Um, I'm sure he'll probably Starts do by removing Iron Fist. <laughs> the very no, actually, Iron Fist is in one of the first scenes of his Defenders redo. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, he just does it better. Sure, that's all. Yeah. His Justice League movie, if how if I was in Hollywood and I watched it, I would walk into Warner Brothers right now and say, "Scrap like scrap all plans, scrap all of it." We're not making anything else until we make this movie. And we're going to make it exactly like this because it is unbelievably fucking good. And I'm begging you guys to to watch. I'm almost willing to make it the do review for next week. That'd be fine. Because it is it is just really good. And he's like he's charismatic and fun and funny and knowledgeable as fuck. And it's just a good show. So I have been geeking on Nando V movies. He also has a podcast. I believe it's called uh, Just Nitpicking. And it's literally just nitpicking on a thing that he didn't like in a show or a movie or a, a trailer or whatever. All right. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. So that's that's what I'm geeking on this week. Uh, Nick, let's see if let's see if is Nick. Oh, is let me check the anything. Oracle board. Uh, he's. Uh, uh, geeking on manscaping and G.I. Joe miniatures. Fantastic. So good for him. Good for him. Manscaping. Yeah. You know, men on this show tend their own garden. Mm-hmm. And and that is, uh, you know, that's an important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody anyway, if you. Fuck. If, if, <laughs> I mean, look at me. I fuck. Uh, that's the vibe that's the vibe i'm putting out there yeah (laughs) if you liked this format of show if you'd like to listen to more just like drive time geek cast live either as something we just sprinkle in or as maybe just like an adjunct show that comes out every other week or so just a quick little drive time uh go to wherever you listen to us or wherever you can give us a review give us a five-star review and then tell us if you'd like it just more often, if you hated it, or if you'd like it to be kind of a extra show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to tell us what your favorite kind of tractor is uh, or why you might record from a jet engine, uh, you can find us on all of the socials by searching at GeekCast Live. And if you just want to listen to our jet engine shows, you can go check them all out at violentpress.com. You did make it. It's a very nice website. Uh, Oh, speaking of websites, quick little, you know what? Next week. Next week. GCL.threadless.com. Patreon.com slash Geekcast Live. Geekcast Live, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Call your grandparents. See you in hell. Bye now.
Hey everyone, Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from their ways, Three Finger Emily, we love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.